Hello and welcome to the Scotty Mac and Cheese podcast. Uh, going down a different road today, I'm calling this Sensitive Scotty's Suggestions to Turn a, a Bad Relationship into Good, Better, and Best. So right up front, I want to tell you, I am not a counselor, okay? This is not professional license advice. I guess you could call it a disclaimer. But, you know, I've had close to 60 trips around the sun. Yeah, hard to believe, I know, but it's true. And these are things that I've discovered along the way from personal experience. Uh, I've also had friends listen. I'm a really good listener in trying to understand what people have gone through. Now, and right up front, I've got to tell you, in your desire to save a relationship, there are some cases where it cannot be saved. And here, well, these are just, what, about six of these? These are deal breakers. If your life is threatened, out of there. If there's physical violence, or maybe maybe you have thoughts of physical harm you want to cause to your partner, not good. If your partner refuses to change, pretty adamant about not doing anything, and then when there's a problem, you're at fault, all the blame goes to you, that's a dead end. There's no hope there. If kids are present and they are suffering emotionally and even physically, this child abuse is not okay. The severe disconnects that include several inappropriate intimate relationships with other people and no or little remorse in those affairs. That's got to stop. Your emotional sanity, your personal emotional sanity has been compromised. And you have thoughts of maybe hurting yourself or even suicide. This is a dead end. Okay, so the cool thing about this podcast, not everybody has those kinds of issues, so for the ones that are just on the borderline of a toxic relationship, here's what I want you to do. I want you to answer this question. And the answer to this question will help to determine the kind of work that needs to be done. And I want to be clear here. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance that you know that there's some work to be done. And even if you're just trying to get a little understanding of uh, the complexities of a relationship. So if you're ready, here's that question. Do you love them? How quickly you just responded in your mind, and I know you just did. It's important. It helps you to gauge on what and how much work needs to be done. Let's start off with some solutions, and right at the top of the list, professional counseling. I cannot stress enough the importance of this. Now, here's what I suggest you do. I recommend that you let your partner know about your personal desire to go get professional help yourself, because it might be a little too much and too fast for them to be involved in the counseling process, like, okay, let's go get some counseling. It, it may not come across as positive for them. So here's what you can do. You can lovingly say, I've come to a bit of a revelation, and I wanted to share it with you. And 
you know, their first response might be, uh-oh, what's going on? And then just kind of clear up any doubt you may see on their face, because you may see some. Just tell them, I love you so much. And and this is important. Um, and when you say, I love you so much, and, don't say but, and I've seen some real issues in our relationship that are troubling. And I had a chance to think about it. So I want to go see someone who can help me process these feelings within me. Tell them maybe you've been thinking about it, spending some quiet time, and perhaps something along the lines of, I would like to understand all of the emotional theme, uh, things that I've gone through, and many of these happened to me before you came into my life. That's a good way to approach it, because you see, right then and there, your partner will see this as very non-combative, uh, not in your face at all, and uh, well, they will see the desire you have to save the relationship and make it better. A really cool side benefit to this, uh, you're being proactive, and they'll see that. And then, you know, psychologically, underneath it all, they'll feel like that you see value in the relationship and value in them. So they're given immediately some hope themselves, even if they're not going to jump into the counseling ring themselves or with you right away. Now, you got to be prepared to get uh, some sort of reaction that may not be all that positive. For example, uh, <laughs> so you make that little speech I just gave you, and they say, good, you need that. Here's where it takes restraint, and especially if he or she <laughs> is pushing the anger buttons with this point. It's critical to practice a soft response, like, even though you have to bite your tongue a little bit, I'm glad you see the importance of this. So being prepared for a real negative response from them where they're blaming you, um, it's, uh, it's important to understand what to say and how to say it that will, you know, diffuse any potential uh, verbal conflict. And you might even create some emotional yet surprised relief in the, on the face of your partner as you go to these sessions. After you are done, you can, once you're with your partner again, you can share some of the positive understanding stuff you've received and how much it's helped you in dealing with past pains. I mean, you're being honest and vulnerable, and that may open the door for them to get counseling with you. Uh, may not happen right away, but they will start to see the value in how you have, have some improvement. Now, I want to get to journaling. This is a, a topic, keeping a journal. Uh, for some people, you go, hey, I'm not a writer. I just think. Well, if you, let's say for, uh, just for argument's sake, a few days prior to uh, having counseling, make a list of the topics you find yourself having fights about. It's always a good idea to work through the frustration, even the depression. That's really important because that stuff 
can build and build to a point that's not healthy. And, you know, when the argument starts, don't escalate into a fight. Here's a good spot for you to write down the things you want your partner and or spouse to say with these discussions when they come up and strategies for you to change your words. Um, You know, when the same argument keeps coming up, my wife calls this the same old fights as going round and round the mountain and not going anywhere. You're stuck. You see, even with that going round and round the mountain, you already know the script. (laughs) So all you have to do is rewrite it or rewrite it for you. Now, this is important when that comes up. Stay in the peaceful lane. This has got to be a tough one sometimes. Because in this case, you're you're having to back off on the anger. You know, the um, sometimes you'll do the cut to the core insults if you do. Maybe it's a personal attack. attack. Um, you know, it's like the way you're saying it. Like, you always do this. That's where you always do. You always tell me this, whatever that thing is. There's, uh, and I'll tell you, okay, I'm just going to be bold and tell you. With me, it was negativity and sarcasm or snide remarks, you know, some of my dad's doing. Yeah, I don't mean to be placing the blame, but it's kind of like one of the, what do they call that? The generational curse. So you have to kind of unlearn and relearn. Well, that's what I had to do. You see, if you're telling them that they caused the situation and you're trying, because it could be a pride issue. It leaves you blameless and you are blaming them guilty. So if it starts to go there and you feel that and you want to change the narrative, create an exit strategy in the discussion so it doesn't get worse, which leads to the next one. Pick your spots and those non-combative times to work through a problem area. It's, you know, it's, this creates a win-win for the marriage or relationship. Resolutions and solutions where you both benefit, individually and together. Express your concerns. So important to do this calmly, you know, peacefully, that are non-confrontational. You know, because you, you can say something to the effect, you know, I've been thinking about this, whatever the subject is, and when this happens, it makes me feel like whatever that is, and be honest, and be uh, very honest, Not well, not just honest, but be very sincere without being, um, you know, angry. So how does that subject make you feel? When you're asking them this, I'm not asking you this, I'm asking you to ask them this. So it's like, okay, when this happens, it makes me feel like, blank. So how does that make you feel? I, I want to know. I'm, I'm really curious. And then when they open up like that, they're included in this desire you have to make the relationship better. And they may not realize it right away, but deep down and psychologically, 
in their subconscious, they will see it. And as I kind of close this thing out, you know the old live, laugh, love slogan? Yes, you see it hanging on doors and, and maybe in social media, you know, slogans. The slogan is not out of date. You know, people may think it's overused, but it is so true. So get a little away. Just pull back a little bit from the boring routine. Go on dates. Do something outside together. Maybe it's something you've never done before. That's, there's a sense of adventure with that. Um, and when you're with them, look lovingly at them. Flirt with them. Give them hugs and smile big when you're looking into their eyes. Uh, you know, you can't fake love, so don't be afraid to show it. Tell them um, how hot they are. Uh, that you uh, that you want to be with them in a, in a physical intimacy way. Have more of that, yeah. Have more physical in- intimacy in the bedroom, so you can enjoy the committed relationships the good Lord made. Celebrate that, okay. And I would only add this: the and this works best. What it's done for me personally. It, it works best when you're off by yourself because you're pondering a lot of things. You're thinking about life. You're thinking about where you are now and where you want to be. But I want you to think about the past. And that's something that a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to think about the past. I want to look ahead. But this is a good part about the past. Go back when you first met and then ponder or better yet, write down all of the reasons why you fell in love in the first place. And then, after you thought about those, write down some of the strategies you would like to do to get back to that spot. It's work, but worth it. And so you see, it is possible to go from hopeless to hopeful. Those are just some of the thoughts I wanted to share with you today. Uh, the Scotty Mac and Cheese podcast, uh, a little different approach. I'm calling it Sensitive Scotty's Guide to Take a Bad Relationship to Good, Better, Best. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the radio.